0: Here we are. Dr. Walker here. Leverage your time, balance your life. And I'm excited we've got one of the best guests we've ever had. In fact, his last one was one of, I think, the most I think popular.
1: I think it's the most downloaded episode that we have. Yeah. It's Gaines Beard. All, all ten of them. All, all ten. All ten. Right. Yep. And
0: this is and my wonderful, marvelous daughter, Wendy, who's the co host. And we, Thank
1: you, welcome.
0: Yeah, and Gaines, you just finished your book, and we want to hear about it, and uh, we'll talk, we'll go from there. But first, let me, you can say that everything needs to be preparation to be good, and you need to prepare, and we have prepared a bit. And I bet you this podcast is going to be good without any preparation because you can talk a storm up, and I can too, and Wendy can and moderate can between us. And, but you got this great book, and we want to hear about well, it.
2: Well, I, I appreciate that. And, Wendy, Wendy, I hope you do have editing capabilities. Absolutely. Before air, that's great. <laughs> yep, we go. I, t- I told John, I said, John, I don't believe I could give a podcast unless I had a little preparation time, because anything done well needs to be uh, researched a little bit. But he said, come on anyway. And I love John to death, so I said, what the heck? It's raining on a Saturday. My-
0: <laughs> and you're missing Tiger Woods. Well, hey, well, that is a good friend that would miss <laughs> Tiger Woods, a pro golfer like
2: you, well, missing Tiger for your friend. Now that is good. And well, I, I, it wouldn't have been such a, a sacrifice, if I'd had recording capabilities, but I don't have recording capabilities now. So I Why? Just, What's happening to you recording? I, I, I gave up my cable and went to Fire Stick and saved an awful lot of money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And okay. you Fire Stick, you owe me for a little ad right there. Okay, yeah, Fire Stick. So, <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: okay, so tell us about your book, how you got started on it and all that.
2: Well, I'm, uh, I'm 73 years old, and I've had an interesting life, as all of us have, but... Uh, but I have uh, uh, the gift of gab, and I'm uh, bubbling over with the tendency to be full of hooey. And so I decided I would write my uh, memoirs about my golf career. Not, not about my whole life, but just about my golf career.
0: Because that's real interesting. That, this book, by the way, Wendy, I've read it. It is fantastic. It talks about his, uh, he's a professional golfer, right? And so it talks about his tour and all that, so
2: head games. Well, I, yeah, I started out as a got professional, and after uh, about five years being an assistant and then a head pro, uh, I was 25, and I said, if I'm going to give the tour a try, I'm at the age now to do it. So I uh, uh, did not qualify through Q school, but I was a Class A pro, and that meant I could try to qualify on Mondays uh, for the non-exempt players to play in the tournaments. And generally on a Monday morning, you would have uh, maybe five, six, to maybe ten spots available for that week's event. But you had 100, 110 players trying to get those five to ten spots. Wow. Wow. So the competition was very stiff. And mm-hmm. these are these are tour players. These are these these are guys that were the best the of the best. Right. Uh, out of college and in amateur golf. And but And they're vying for a big time. They're they're uh, buying time to, time they're vying yeah. to become part of the elite. Right. The the, 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 the elite the elite the, 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 Tiger Woods of America. The, the, yeah. Exactly right. And so uh, I went out and gave it a shot. And, and so in my book, I'm writing about how how it went, my uh, my ups and downs, et cetera. And, and I'm at chapter 13. I just finished chapter 13, and it was the best chapter. Oh, yeah, that and, was the best chapter. And uh, I watched Dave Marr last night, and he had uh, David Mamet on, who's a very famous writer, Pulitzer winner, uh, director of wonderful films. Uh, and he said... That the end of a book, the last chapter of a book, should be surprising but inevitable. Huh.
0: Okay. Surprising and, but uh, inevitable.
2: And yeah. that's exactly what chapter 13 it was really, in, yeah. in my yeah. book. So I realized right then, I said, well, I'm done. Yeah. Great. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. I mean, you can go on gabbing about your personal life until right. you're blue in the face. But if you end it with a chapter and it ends basically, uh,
0: this is exactly the way it ends, and that, yeah. I've read that, and it's a perfect ending. But, you know, that brings up another stuff, and that has to do with closing sales. You're in sales, right? Right. Well, uh, when you, I've seen this happen so many times. A guy will make a sale, and he won't close it, and he keeps on talking and, <laughs> and talks, talks himself way. out of the sale. <laughs> and I'll tell you something else about books. If you read books, especially nonfiction books, a nonfiction book will have the pearls in the first three or four chapters and the rest of the chapters will be BS just to mm-hmm. fill up the pages, you know. Uh, and a fiction book will be the same way. You need to finish that fiction book where it leaves the person excited and also satisfied. Mm-hmm. And that's the way your uh, book does that. Uh, so that's good. you have anything to say about uh, your golfing, tour, or persistence, let's talk about persistence, because I had the ambition to be a great tennis player, okay, and so I didn't realize, Gaines, that I didn't have any talent, okay, so, (laughs) (laughs) but I had this um, obsession to be a great tennis player, so I'd work and practice and work and get lessons and work everything, you know. And one of the mistakes I made in playing people, I didn't play people better than me all the time. at her, But I went too far, you know, trying to make it, wasting a lot of time. Now, when you were golfing, right, you said, hey, it's time to quit. And, you know, Thomas Edison said persistence is a key. You hear this all the time. If you want to be successful, persist, persist, persist. It's true to a certain extent, but sometimes you've got to realize time to stop. Man, how did you realize it was time to stop? Well,
2: uh, to get back onto what you were saying, you've heard the phrase all your life, you can be anything you want to be right. if you yeah. try hard enough. Right. That's well, That's the just American dream. Right? That's true. Absolutely like not yeah. true. Yeah. True, yeah. It is not true in, in many cases. Now, it is true in a lot of cases, but, you know, a, a a man with one leg can't be a pole vaulter, even right. if he wanted to be. Right. And I hate to use that, yeah. that analogy, but you know what I mean. Right. That there yeah. are things that you couldn't possibly sure. be, no matter how how hard you. My work husband
1: for. is six foot eight. He'll never be a jockey.
0: That's
2: right. <laughs> <laughs> that's correct. That's yeah. Correct. That's, good. that's a good point. Yeah. He's been
0: he's been riding those poor horses, Wendy. That's those hard. poor horses. I mean, he <laughs> keeps trying. I mean.
2: Uh, and I mean. then and then there've been then hundreds and hundreds and. Thousands of stories of success from the the uh, Horatio Alger, the uh, well, the, the uh, underdog,
0: Kentucky Fried Chicken, chicken Colonel Sanders knocked on five hundred and thirty-two doors before he got one restaurant to accept his recipe. Mm-hmm. So there's an success sure. story. Absolutely, but there are other. So let's talk about when you know when to stop.
2: Well, that's different from every for every individual, obviously, but uh, uh, you have to give. 100% and then if it's possible to give more than 100% you've got to give that if you've gotten to the point where you've uh, exhausted all your resources financially uh, mm. in your in your home life your personal when it starts to damage when it starts to damage your way of living and the and the, the quality of life for you and your loved ones because you're chasing a dream when that day comes you need to say to yourself I have given it my best. I have tried as hard as I can. Hopefully you did try as hard as you can. Hopefully you did give it your best. If not, you were just out there half-heartedly hoping for a dream. But if you have given it all, then you can go back and face your friends and your family, and you can say, I gave it everything I had. Mm -hmm. I did not succeed. But every one of them will look at you and say, well, it's, at least you gave it a shot, and you would regret it the rest of your life if you hadn't tried. That's right. Yeah, so, so that's there, a little bit of solace. Though. That's, a, that's
0: oh, another know. thing, uh, Gaines. Some people will look back on their lives and say, man, I wish I had done that. And they they don't, but at least you did it. You know, you gave it your very best, and that was a good way to tell when it's time to stop. Wendy, do you have anything to I say? I do,
1: because I think there are some success stories that when you look at the The career that person is a success, but maybe he gave up too much of a personal life. Uh, That's, I mean, that's different for every individual how they define success. But I know some people have traded, you know, their their health, their home, their family for something personal gain. Right? Yeah, a little egotistical and narcissistic. Right. 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 And
0: they've ruined family. We, Mm -hmm. we know. I think the McDonald's example. Uh, you know, we watched this yeah.
1: documentary mm-hmm. the 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 founder or not documentary. It was a movie, movie, movie
0: with, with Michael. Michael K- yeah, and it was about Ray Kroc and how right. he gave up everything and ruined his family, ruined the McDonald brothers, ruined everybody to make a fortune. Right. Uh, and so that's what you're talking about, right? right exactly. You? Well, exactly.
2: Howard Hughes didn't die happy. I don't believe.
0: No. Right. No. And so uh, yeah. So you knew how to stop, and then you had a happy life. And what did you do after that? What, what happened after that?
2: I, um, I went to work for an ad, a manufacturing company that made conveyor systems.
0: And we uh, talked about that last And we'd time. done that, and so yeah. I'd been an engineer. That popular
2: in, program, yeah. sales right. engineer for the rest of my life, doing uh, what I, I went to college to learn. A little, so right, engineering. Yeah. right. So we we'll link to
1: that program in the show notes. As well, yeah,
0: yeah, So that people can listen to both. Yeah, yeah, look, yeah, we got show notes on that. And that is a popular deal because there's a lot of good information. So listen to that program. Um, then um, what made you decide to write a book? Why did
2: you want to do that? Well, my mother was a very brilliant woman and she did cross, constructed cross, crossword puzzles for the New York Times.
0: Did you hear that? People that his mother constructed crossword puzzles for New York Times, yeah, the New York, oh, the, New York the New York Sunday Times, the New York <gasps> Sunday the Times. Can you believe that, Wendy? I, Wendy loves working puzzles, I do. but Sherry, you're, so you're sitting, you're sitting here, you're sitting here with somebody who knows Rhoda. Yeah.
2: Oh, <laughs> so, so she always, uh, uh, she she lived in a society like the small town in Salisbury. There was somewhat of a patent place. There were a lot of colorful people. And I say colorful in an in a appreciative way. <laughs> and a uh, right, colorful things, history, too, the, that the, we need yes. to talk about. So yeah. my mother always said, well, I'm going to write a story. I'm going to write a book about the goings and comings of, of what has happened in Salisbury, North Carolina. Sort of like a patent place. right? right? right. But she said she couldn't write the book uh, until the people who were involved in the stories were had dead. passed away,
0: <laughs> <And> Mark she, <laughs> Twain would not let his autobiography be published until 100 years after his death. Really? Yeah. Wow. Oh, so goodness. it just came out just recently. It's a great. It's oh. a three-volume book with all Mark Twain's autobiography, and he has all this stuff he tells about all the people, but he didn't want them to read it for they 100, 100 years. They were all dead. Yeah. So That's that was your incredible. brother. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So wow. to answer
2: your question. She she never got around to it, and I know she regretted it uh, to the day she died. And uh, I've got time on my hands. I'm living in a beautiful community. And there's a workshop, a writer's workshop that uh, Dr. John here started here at Trilogy. And there are accomplished writers like Dr. John, who have published books. And so I got into the workshop with the idea that I would start writing some stories about my life. Just a story here, a story there about my golfing. And before I knew it, with the critiques that these fine people gave of, of my chapters, I got enthralled and I got uh, motivated. And I would sit down and start writing. And before you know it, I'd write for 12, 15 hours. Wow. I would just sit down and start telling my story and writing it down and then try not to edit it as I go along. And then I uh, actually uh, believe that I have turned into a... Well, I will tell you this.
0: I will tell you this, Uh, and this is for people who want to be writers. Joining a writer's workshop is a great idea. If you can join a workshop where there's experienced writers, and they give good, constructive criticism, criticism, and don't take away from your creativity. And I remember Gaines; the first uh, article he wrote was terrible. And, but I didn't tell him that. I said, that's good, Gaines. It's good, free association. Uh, keep on going. Remember that, game? I do, I do, I, I do. I, I, I said, man, you got something. Keep on going, which was true. He had something, but he didn't know how to put it together. Well, you become and, a better
1: writer right, by writing. Right, and you become <laughs> yeah. better exactly writer by writing.
0: writing. Uh-huh. But also, then I said, Gaines, you need to put emotion and detail into it. So he writes the next chapter. And I say, you need to put emotion in detail, blah, blah, blah. And he hears other people writing how they put emotion on detail. Now, he, we did have some people in, that in a workshop who were so picky-yoon, picking on little, bitty things, that sometimes it hurts That's creativity from some, discouraging. some people. You know, discouraging. Yeah. So he needed to have an encourager. And I was an encourager. That's right. And I gave you some good advice, right? Yeah, absolutely. So <laughs> since <laughs> 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 mean, nothing about bragging on yourself. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm not good at self promotion. No. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> We've noticed, uh, but anyway, at the end of this, he has heartbreaking emotion, mm. happiness, joy, thrill, victory, and great detail. Can you A imagine lot of the detail? And the detail of the golfers he met, the you know the big the unique golfers, the trying golfers, all that stuff—it makes yeah. a wonderful story. So he started out with an idea, and mm-hmm. because of Wiley's workshop, he's got a masterpiece. Yeah. yeah. So
1: I want to hear about what happens now. You finish the manuscript? Are you going to go back and give it some time and then edit, or are you going to try to? How are you going to manage
2: the I've, next step? I've, go- I've gone back to chapter one, two, three, and four that where I was very rough, and I have uh, added dialogue and feelings and emotion and sensory things like how it smelled and how it felt. Good stuff like the morning yeah. dew, blah blah, that type of stuff. And, and gave it what was really in my mind rather than just saying, "I went out and played golf that morning." Right. Yeah, okay. Right. So uh, I've gone back and, and added more uh, detail to the early chapters. Now as I've gotten toward the end of the chapters, I've realized a lot of things about the form of writing, the the how writers should not start a sentence with the word and and I I I and but the problem with the memoir is you're gonna say I a lot of sure. times. Yeah. And so I've I've tried to figure out how to how to change some of that around and, and clean my writing up. But to answer your question, I have to get with some people who have published, have experience with published publishing, no publishers, no editors. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm going to clean it up as much as I can, as I possibly can, because if I, if I deliver a manuscript, I want it to be the best I could give. Absolutely. And then have an editor say, hey, let's do this, let's do this, let's well, do that. That's, so, great. I mean, that's you great. You just
0: wrote a book, great book, Your Rhythm of Rest and Reflection, mm-hmm. and you self publish this. So tell us and tell Gaines how you went about doing that.
1: Well, mine is a little different because it's a guided journal. So there's a there's a little bit of writing in it, but it's mostly prompts for other people to write. And I did decide to go the self publishing route through Amazon KDP, Kendall Direct Publishing. Yeah, it's it's a great way to do it, especially you get to create uh, retain all of the control, and you um, Kendall makes it really easy. So that's one way to do it. And then I think if if you have a story that's unique to tell, and you wanted to go through the process of trying to find an agent and a publisher that's the second way. But for me, that's
0: the yeah, I my book, uh, with my yeah. uh, fiction book. I've written mainly non fiction, but my fiction book, I got an agent mm-hmm. and the agent found me a publisher. The problem with that is you don't make a lot of money that way. Uh, if you per book, you, yeah, yeah, per book, you don't make. But when do you also tell him about? How you got the thing? It, um, how you got the typesetting and the cover
2: and all? Yeah, that. I
1: did use some contractors for mm-hmm. typesetting and the cover design, so I outsourced those to make it easier for me. And those are some expenses yeah. that I'll have. It'll take a while to. make it. KDP uh,
2: publishing is yeah. great. I did mm-hmm. a children's book and I outsourced a, an illustrator yeah, exactly and like formatted that. it myself. And, and the KDP publishing is perfect. And and you do make uh, more money per book, etc. But. Uh, uh, I have an ego, and my ego is such that if there's a possibility that I could write a book that would actually be put on bookshelves in the bookstores and uh, maybe on some kind of sports bestseller list. Exactly. Uh, Go for it. That's, yeah. that's, and, so, and what
0: you're going to need, I'll give you the advice. You've got to get an agent. Yes. You've got to get an agent, and with Trilogy, where you live, with Trilogy all around the United States, you might be able to find a good agent there. But everybody, hey, everybody can say they're an agent. Sure. So you've got to find a real good agent and look at what they've done. And then if you sell it to the agent and the agent gets real excited about it, then that excitement goes to the publisher. So the key to getting a book published like that is finding a great agent. Absolutely,
2: absolutely. Well, well,
1: good luck! I'm so excited. Yeah, that's I mean, good. We really all excited.
0: have we all have yeah. dreams. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> and I know crazy. it's going to be successful. But I've read the book. Now, mm-hmm. Wendy, you always close by with two things. What what are the people? Well,
1: think? first of all, I'll give Gaines an opportunity. Was there anything that you wanted to say that we didn't cover?
2: Um, no uh not, we didn't not have any preparation but, but, it, but, but, we had
0: preparation he would have had a i lot would have more. said you need to follow your <laughs> dreams you need to fo- you follow need to your follow
2: dreams. your dreams be be true to yourself don't let people tell you you can't do it i was told i couldn't do it and it turned out that they were right but uh had circumstances been a little bit differently financially and with support of others i wouldn't by myself and i had support of others of Swing coach or a swing co- golf psychologist, well, stuff like that. I have reasons to why well, I think hey, I failed. Well,
0: Gaines, I know your story, and you didn't make it by one stroke three times. Mm-hmm. So you know yeah, uh, that's so a heartbreaker. So that's close. why You yeah, well, that the was reason. the U.S. Open qualifier, right? Right. I yeah, missed it. missed it by one stroke yes. three right. times. You know, so and he made a lot. He made a lot of uh, money and did a lot of stuff, but he never made. The elite. I never got to the big dance and got yeah. to stay there for a while. Right, right, right. So, but you so, took a risk. Oh, yeah, did, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Right. Something that and he followed his ahead. dream. He followed right.
2: his dream. But do it, do it, do it. You, you, you don't want to sit back when you get older and say, I wish I'd have tried. Yeah. Doggone, why didn't I try? If you can try and it, and it isn't something that's going to really take away from uh, the quality of your family's life, go on and give it a shot. Do, do your best. Give it 110%. And when you get to the point where you say, "Uncle," you need to pack it up and say, "I gave it a shot," but Uncle is it. I got to go.
0: And That's what's right. exciting? With no regrets. And, and here's yeah. another is thing he I want right to add, Wendy. Uh, you know, your life does not end when you retire. You're 65 or you're 70 or whatever. You should never retire. Uh, that is ridiculous. Just to retire and play games and stuff like that. You know, you need to use your talents that you develop. So Gaines is now writing. He's that's using a right. talent. He's still, he has something to look forward to that's exciting. It's another, uh, hey, I'm gonna take a risk here, sorry. You know, I'm writing this book. I'm gonna go out and give it my best shot. I'm gonna find an agent and stuff like that. So uh, another takeaway is don't sit on your tail but do something with your talents and do something that will help other people.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's what makes life worth living is you're going and using your talents to the very end. To me, that's, I, I never wanted to now, do uh,
0: you can quit. see you can see why I love Gain so much and why he's <laughs> my best exactly. friend uh, because he came over here in a second, Miss Tiger Woods, and gave us great information so I know this again. You're going to outdo yourself on this one. It's going to be it's going to no, be the no. most
2: popular one. No, David, and, Ma- David Mamet said last night. <laughs> David Mamet said last night on uh, the, uh, uh, Bill Maher. He said that uh, generally, when a person writes a book, it's all made up. He, he make it all up. He said it's you get you get a you get a theme and you just make it up. And but but it's even though it's supposed to be fiction or nonfiction. I mean, my book could be uh, nonfiction. Yeah, I just changed all the names. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: True. Uh, but you and, didn't and make and add a little bit more hey, flour. You didn't. Uh, uh, you. But you didn't make your stuff up. But you always need to embellish things. I mean, you, get you need to embellish. Uh, but you don't make it up. Well, uh, it, mean, it's you, it's a fine line there. Make a right. good story. <laughs> <laughs>
2: love, but
0: what wonderful. you told was the truth. And well, I looked at it. I, looked, I thought it was the truth. Yeah. So the takeaway, Wendy, is what. What have you learned today? Sure, so
1: I always ask our listeners to consider what did they learn from this podcast, what little nugget of wisdom, and for me, just that never give up mentality, give it 110%, that's what it is for me. For you listeners, what is it that you want to take away from this podcast, and number two, who will you share it with? Tell them what you learned, tell them about this podcast, and so that they can learn, and have a more fulfilling life as well. Right,
0: because we're Leverage Your Time, Balance Your Life. We're doing this really to encourage other people to use their time to help other people. And Gaines is a great example of this. So they'll say with that, goodbye. We'll see you next
2: time. You've been very kind. Thank you very much. (laughs) Goodbye, folks.